Hello, hello, I'm Nilza. And I'm Emma. And this is... Anais. BL. Huh. A BL podcast. Through this podcast, we'll share all of our thoughts and experiences with BLs from whichever region we feel like. Talk about our unpopular opinions, share your unpopular opinions, and discuss everything in between. So, for today's episode, we'll be focusing on our favorite BLs according to region. We'll probably won't cover all of them, but just a few that have captured our attention. Do you want to start, Emma? Sure. Okay. Let's start in my one. So my one favorite region in terms of BL. I'm probably a little bit biased when I say this, um, but I'm going to say Thai BLs being Thai myself. So I can pretty much grasp the ideas of what they're doing. I do feel they have started to significantly change in terms of the BLs that they're starting to do now. From what I've noticed, they're starting to be shown a bit more of a healthy relationship within the BL arc in story. So for that reason, yes. And then I've also noted, well, I'm sure others have noticed as well, aside from the, the healthiness of a relationship in Thai BLs, but also some of the tropes that they're starting to do now are not just focused on it being based around school, even though it's, you know, it's real life, yes, but they're starting to focus on things that are actually realistic, like home life, things that happen in your life in general, your car breaks down, or you're having conflicts between your friends or family. So they're starting to show a little bit more of that. And they're also showing, starting to show a little bit more of a social movement in like economics and how can I put this, politics as well, especially for like the BLs like Not Me. They're showing politics behind everything, the way things have been forced in certain countries with how politics, how politics is run and how certain things are not as always as they seem. And they're actually a lot more shady than people realise. I'm sure most, no one already know anyway, but I think this kind of really captures the essence of, you know, there's a lot more to it than people might actually see. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that should be talked about. And the starts to show a bit more female empowerment or male empowerment in storylines as well as um just the fluff. Yeah, it's not it's not just I, I feel like it's not just fluff anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's now be- it has like um an essence and like a purpose. And- exactly. That's the point exactly. So it feels not just like uh let's make out for the you know, for fan service of all that. Yeah. That's there, yes, but it feels like okay, there's we're doing this but there's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm going to say Thai BLs. Just because it has come a really long way. I've watched so many Thai BLs. And from the beginning to what it is now, it's come a long way. Me, I, to be honest, I started with Japanese BLs. I did as well, to be fair. From mangas yeah. to live actions and then like just original stories and movies as well. And then after Japanese, it was actually Korean. And only then it was Thai because I saw a few short Korean films, those like eight minute ones in early 2010s, like beginning of 2010, before I started yeah. with Two Moons and then went on down the rabbit hole of Thai BLs. <laughs> if it was prior to, I would say up until 2019, out of all of the regional BLs I've seen today, Japanese would have been my favorite. But these days, Thai BLs, yeah, as you mentioned, improved so, so, so much. Because as you said, initially, I feel like up until, yeah, up until 2019, they were more 
it was more like a, a case of quantity over quality. So yes. even though right. every month there's a new production from a new company or an, a known company, it was very fan service. Most of the script, there was not like thought through the plot. Exactly. Sometimes there were plots with so many holes, I wouldn't even call it a plot. It's just there. It was uh, like a block of cheese. Literally. I would watch like 10 BLs and then find one or two that were actually good. For more I have seen, they were losing out against Japanese, even Korean ones, because even though at the time Korean didn't have that many, like the smaller productions I've seen, even though obviously they were low budgets and things like that, the scripts had some sort of logic and things like that. But these days, every, I feel like ever since just before the pandemic hit us, it's starting getting better. And yeah. like they started just not being concerned about selling to the teenage fans that love BLs. They actually try to start into, I mean, there's been more shows. Obviously, they were doing it before as well, but not at, oh, yeah. you know, not in a number that would outdo the number that was being produced. But yeah, yeah. these days, there, there there's more thoughts in like impact of these BLs have on like on the LGBTQ plus community as a whole. Like the way women are depicted in the characters, because the witch female character they would be used to make the couple, the main couple, seem closer to bring them together or separate them, or the one they yes, it becomes a villain. Yeah, I feel like after together the series, um, GMMTV stopped with that because even b- before there were in the beginning, I think it was in the first five or six episodes of Together the series, uh, there were a few issues with the way they were representing women in that show. But then there was um, like people were revolted and took it to Twitter. And then I guess the, they adapted the scripts and it was toned down a lot. And towards the end, you wouldn't even notice anymore. But yeah, yeah it's those kind of things. And, and it's good that people are speaking up because they are impact, having like a positive impact. And I feel like after that, at least GMMTV stopped with those type of female characters. They are just there because obviously there are still will be mean female characters because I mean there's mean women out there everywhere but they're not just mean just to make the two main leads be better or look better exactly but I feel like there's been an evolution for Korean BLs because when I first started watching Korean BLs they were really aggressive and negative kind of like the old Japanese ones as well I mean there's still some Japanese like that but the ones that show their uh, relationship between two men can only end up in blood death uh, despair or something like that yeah. and then they started becoming all fluff and dreamy and i guess now they're getting over the fluff and the dreamy and they're exploring different scenarios now we have the historical plots and we have the fantasy ones with the, the recent vampire ones there's a ghost yeah. ones, those kind of things which tybls have done it already i mean there's a, a ghost one happening now with not super suit i think uh, on youtube that are actually watch it on and off but yeah it's those kind of things so i would say probably Thai. if i had to oh my god that's really hard if you could only watch bls from one country would it be thai oh, that's a tough one by being somewhat fav- favorable towards thailand thai bls that's quite difficult because i actually watch a lot of taiwanese ones mm-hmm I mean, a lot of those have been really, really good since the pandemic. Quite a few of them have been really good. Yeah. Uh, and the Korean ones as well, especially like you mentioned, they're making an evolution. Mm-hmm. They're not just making characters in a certain way. So, yeah, I think that's quite a hard question to answer. Um, I'm not sure what our audience would say. I, I feel you. I couldn't, I don't think I could pick 
like Taiwanese also went through a similar evolution as in, I think it was in early 2000s, up until like early 2008, nine, just before 2010, the BL, they depict the negative side of LGBTQ plus stories. So as the early Korean ones, they all ended very badly. There was always death. It was always very negative and it would always show that there was no bright future for LGBTQ plus. But now they're brighter and they continue to be as realistic, but there's also cuteness and there's fluff and there's a bit of fantasy. So yeah, I feel like each regional ones have evolved and then the ones that are kind of growing now these days the the filipino and vietnamese ones they are also i guess there's there's not enough numbers now like like the the key thing is to get numbers these days basically with them because there's not enough of them out there but the very few that i've seen for each of these two markets i actually enjoyed them quite a lot Mm. so it's like few but good enough and like i can't say i've I've seen that many, so I can't give an mm. answer. There, there isn't many out there. But for instance, when um when I think of like Filipino, for instance, obviously there's Kaya Sapulikula, which still rules, uh, like in the movies, the English title. There's Game Boys, which is actually quite good. I watched it recently. I really enjoyed it. A Boys Lockdown, I actually quite enjoyed it. Meet Me Outside. Oh my God, it was so short, but it was so good. And I wish they would make it longer. Or maybe they would have run it if it was longer. And Quarant Things, like I told you, it's going on season two. I'm going to start watching it now. Season one was actually good. And there's another one. Yeah, I've started recently recently i forgot the title but yeah so basically out of those five or six that are named i like them all what i've seen i liked so even though there isn't a lot out there they were okay while on the contrary vietnamese is literally like it's just everywhere it's all over the place there's a few that i'm rooting for like mr cinderella recently was okay there's a few others that i've seen i was rooting for all of them and they were had so much potential but i guess it's so short yeah script those kind of things just make it lose out but they all have potential so i guess we can only hope that's true but i think that's only one side of the coin i feel like there Mm. should be other elements too um and i'm sure eventually yes they will get to a point where their audience will start growing yeah exactly yes let's hope it happens soon (laughs) And we can get more content because there needs to be representation on TV. So there does. Yes, there does. Okay. Now let's try to name. I don't want to say one favorite. Let's say a couple, like two, three favorites per country. All right. Let's start with the ones that we know the least. So Vietnamese, do you know any? I'm guilty of watching ones in mostly Taiwan, Thailand, Korea, Japan. Those are the four main ones that would really watch. Okay. Three favorite Japanese. Oh, God. Like the recent ones, I've not been a fan of. I can't say I've taken to many of the recent ones. Though, to be fair, I haven't watched that many. I'm trying to think of one that kind of really stood out to me. But I can only think of like Taiwanese ones, the ones that are going through my head right now. Um, There's Cherry Magic. There's Keta Hatsukoi. To be honest, I know I've watched some, but like none of them stick out to me. Mm. In the sense of like, there's always one you kind of end up going back to watch like until we meet again those ones or like um love by chance or something i mean some things like that that they were just you, you find yourself watching again you're like i really enjoyed this i like i have to watch this because i love the couple or i would love this or whatever but with the japanese one i have i can't say i've watched any ones where i've watched it and then watched it again mm. oh i have a few for movies there's two takumi kun the series and then what's it called it's the one with, ah, oh, what's his name? Oh my God. Yamazaki Kentono. Furukawa Yuki. You know, the guy from Itazura Nakis, the one that has a remake in every Asian language there is. 
like mischievous kiss. He's the actor that does the original Japanese of this drama, and it's called Ristato Watadaima no Atude. It's like after the restart. It's a movie. Basically, he goes back to his hometown after having like some issues with work in Tokyo, and then meets his uh, friend from childhood, and then things go from there. It's yeah. it's it's such a great movie, and he never and it was his first BL role. Because he's the same thing as Imagine Suddenly. Let me see. Let me see who. Uh, Lee Jong-so suddenly does a BL. It's the same thing. Okay. That's, that's quite left field, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it is. Literally. I was so shocked when I found out that he was the one casted to do it. And and there's another one, which is like an adult. Uh, what Did You Eat Yesterday? There's two movies of that. And it's like an older couple. One is a hairdresser. It's like a whole flamboyant and stuff. And it's very comfortable with saying out loud that he's gay and everything. Um, they're like in mid-30s to early 40s, something like that. And then the other one is uh, works. It's a lawyer, accountant, I forgot. No, architect. Architect? Yeah, I think he's an architect. He works in a firm, but I think he's an architect. And he's very like conservative and all hush hush about everything, and they live together. I think I've seen that one. You like because the way you described me, it kind of sounds really familiar. You may have seen it. I have seen it. One of the things I love about Japanese BL dramas is how realistic they are. Even though if they have like an element of fantasy, like Cherry Magic, where if you're still virgin by the time you get to thirty. You can read people's minds, but the feelings and every the, the situations they were depicted, even in that drama, Cherry Magic, they were very well done and very relatable. Even though yeah. the the main character could hear other people's thoughts, so yeah, it, that those kind of things that I love about Japanese drama, those two are the films. And then I guess for dramas, yeah, definitely Cherry Magic, Life Senju no Bokura, and literally Keta Hatsukoya was so it was like if it's like a first love a first love kind of because he is a first love like um slice of life type of drama yeah it, it was well done it was very super cute yeah and that, those are it um if we go let's go Taiwanese then <laughs> yeah okay I don't particularly remember that many in terms of film mm. in terms of drama I had the like there are quite a few mm. I think the one that I kind of still go back to and I kind of watch certain clips or episodes we best love mm. that one literally perfect yeah um history I can't tell you which one I have a favorite on in terms of hi- the history wise because I enjoyed most of them I'm not gonna say all of them because some of them did fall below the bar mm third one i would say I'm trying to think of one that kind of sticks out um there is another one let me let me just check the name of it actually okay um is it because i love you beloved in house i do or yes beloved in house i do that one yes okay. i love i don't know what was special about it the storyline was not particularly special in any way it was but there was something about the characters between the two of them i don't know it was just something about those two that, that was special and i always find myself watching clips of them on YouTube um but yeah that, that's the third one I would say in my list in terms of Taiwanese anyway okay for me Red Balloon it's it's a short one and I've rewatched it again recently on Gaga Ulala obviously the history ones my favorite history is um history three trapped and history three make a discount I get why you would say those because even I, I'm guilty of like rewatching certain episodes. I think I've rewatched history at least three or four times, and those two particularly I've rewatched at least three or four extra times. So, mm. and then uh, obviously we best love as well, and 
one that I was actually quite happy about. And I'm hoping for season two because it ended annoyingly. It had a very frustrating cliffhanger as the ending. Uh, it's called Papa and Daddy. It's about like a couple. They're grown-ups. Late 30s, early 40s? I don't remember anymore. And basically one of them has a child. Ah, uh, I've I've not seen this one, but I know, I know about it. It's because um, it's the, the the pride parade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think you, yeah, yeah. I think you should watch it. You would like it. I think it's the um other. There's a few dramas that have shown pride parades as part of the storyline, but this one and recently, more recently, the Not Me Thai series, they were the best for me. Like depictions of it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then another more recent from last year, Innocent. I think, I don't know if it's Taiwanese or if it's mainland China. I think it's Taiwanese. I'm sure it is Taiwanese because I've seen Innocent as well. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Let's knock over Chinese mainland because I haven't seen... No, I can't say I've seen any. I still haven't watched the, the one that everyone talks about with uh, Ibo. Ah, uh, yeah. I knew when you talk about I've like heard it. quite a few rave reviews about that one too as well, but I've not watched that one either yet to tell you the truth. So. Okay. All right. Korean ones? Ah, Korean ones. I've seen quite a few Korean ones. Um, let's think about this. A uh, Color Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first one, um, I have not yet watched the second one. Unfortunately, I will be watching it. It's on my watch list. It is. Um, but the first one, it was just, it was such a different storyline, and I liked it. Even though it's based on the, sc- it's based on the school, but the whole being able to only see in black and white, and then only see in color when you have when you meet the person you're meant to. I liked that storyline. Second choice, Light on Me. That one left a deep impression on me. Again, another school setting. I feel like a lot of BLs based in school settings. But um, this one, storyline wasn't particularly special or any different. But the acting in it, it moved me. And it felt like a relatable storyline. And it was just very sweet love. Kind of a love that I wished I had been able to experience. At least something similar. And then third one would be actually can't think of the name of the drama but it was a short one it was not a long one what happened in it there was one who worked in the cafe cafe yes and there was another guy was it mr hart oh it's not mr hart it's no 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 it's uh i know what you're talking about mr hart is running it's something for the star to my star to my star yeah i think that's it because i'm looking at my list of vls that i've seen Mm -hmm. so yeah that one is a short storyline and it left an impression on me Okay, all right. For me, I'm going to start with a film from early 2000s. It's called Chingu Sai, um, Just Friends. Uh, there's quite a few big names in Korean drama that started with BL. Yeah. The two leads are Lee Jae-hoon and Yeon Woo-jin, I think. Lee Jae-hoon is the one from Taxi Driver. I don't know if you watched it. I haven't seen it, but I know about it. Yes. Yeah, the, and Signal is the main guy. So that's that. And then for more recent stuff, Method. It's another movie with another big actor as well. I think I've seen that. And then for actual dramas, not films. Uh, actually, To Do My Star technically is also a film as well as a drama. So yeah, To My Star is also on my list. The side story from Love with Flaws. The only reason I watched that drama was because of the side story. Because the main character's story was so boring. Oh, I also like Wish You. You know, the one where it's similar to To My Star, but the two are like one is a singer, the other one is a producer. Mm-hmm. And then obviously light on me because I mean I've rewatched it three times already. <laughs> In terms of Thai BL, I've got no idea which one I would pick. The list is as long as my arm, so I'm not going to pick one. How about you, Nilza? So I'm going through the list. Okay, there's Sotus, but I feel like Sotus 
keeps going further down on my list. To be honest, I'm not really that surprised with the amount of BLs that Thailand brings out. And each one, the standard bar is getting higher and higher. Yeah. Together with me, the same thing. It, it's like, I feel like, yeah, together with me and Sotas, they're, get, they're getting too low on my list. <laughs> Okay, he's coming to me. He's a solid one on the list. I don't know which number, but he's somewhere there. Theory of Love, another solid one. But there's so many. Like, why? Oh, Until We Meet Again is very high up. Um, Mm -hmm. Agreed. I Told the Sunset About You slash I Promise You the Moon. It's also very high up. And then Thousand Stars. Oh, The Best Story is on my list. I like it. It's very simple, but I did like it. It was very well done. And then... Obviously, Bed Buddy topping it all up. That is, oh, 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 and not me. Not me and Bed Buddy are, are topping yeah. the list. They're, they're co sharing the top spot. Oh, yes, definitely. On my list as well, they're co sharing the spot. Mm. Literally. Um, I did mention 55, 15, uh, Never Too Late, because I don't consider it a BL, but I just, it's a good drama. It's on my list of favorite type ones, but it's not, I don't see it as a BL. It's feel good drama. So, there, I mean, there is hits B.O. in there, so you can't say it's not really. I mean, yeah. there is... There's an element, yeah. But I like that he wasn't focused on that. It's just about people's lives and dreams, hopes, like regrets. Was The main focal point of the storyline, so yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so those those are the top ones. Oh, another one that I could probably add on to the list, Ton Hon, Chon Lati. I know I've put them as one of the couples I don't like as much on my previous ranking list. But I did like the show. I just don't watch the last episode because the dad really annoys me and I don't like the way it ended for that part of the story. Yeah, other than that, um, I thought it was a good show. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, yeah. yeah. I think that's about it. So now we're going into our final corner, which is BLZ yeah. area. In this corner, we'll just talk about what the the BL dramas that we're looking forward to, or that we started watching currently, as well as any like extra thoughts we may have about the ones that we've watched recently. So yeah, I'm at that point where semantic error can be bad. I don't mind because obviously not me is reigning my world these days. I absolutely agree on that one. But also, you are my sky. I'm watching it on Viki. I feel like it's so underrated, but it's so good. I don't want to give spoilers out, but I really, really love the use of lights in this show because they use the lights not just to show the change in, because it goes back from past to present, past to present. So they use the lights to show the difference between past and present, obviously, but also to show the, um, the character's feelings and inner thoughts as well like it's like an aid to their dialogue. So the things they are not said and they they can't translate with their expressions, it's shown by the lights as well. I really love the way they use it. That sounds quite intriguing already. It's so well used. It's so well uh, used, and especially like the the last two, no, the last three episodes. Oh my god! Like the acting, the build up of emotions. It was just beautifully done. I just started watching it with no expectations whatsoever because the cast is very new to me. But I'm telling you, it's yeah. The there's been like an improvement on in writing. In my opinion, I've seen some comments, people complaining about how the characters have changed their thoughts and things like that. But it's very normal because people that are going through like emotional turmoils and insecurities, people 
figuring out their sexuality and things like that, they will change their thoughts and opinions on things a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I'm liking how things are going. I just if people are not watching it, please give it a chance now. It's on episode six. You can watch it on Viki for free, and I'm sure you'll be in those streaming sites. But yeah, that and not me is what's given me life to recently. <laughs> um. I can't say I've watched the one that you mentioned yet. That's probably on my list of watches. I've got so many. Definitely agree with you with not me. I have to say, watching this at the moment, it's not just focused on the love storyline itself. There is the... Social issues. Yeah, the social issues. And it kind of makes you look at things in a different way. So yeah, highly recommended, not me. Highly, highly. Another drama I'm watching is Never Too Late or 55 slash 15. I just finished that watching that one. That was a real, real good drama. It really does make you pay attention to your hopes, your dreams. So that one I finished and I loved that drama. Uh, just about to finish Paint With Me. I've not finished the last episode yet. So that's another one I will have to watch as I've been focused on watching the new F4 Thailand, which I'm not going to give any spoilers, but this is, despite it's still following the same storyline as the, as the manga, it's somewhat slightly different. Um, it's more softer, but it has empowerment there too from all characters. And everyone in the in the drama gets an even amount of storyline. So it's not BR related as such, but that's the drama I'm watching at the moment. I feel like we can wrap up now then. Thank you all for tuning in to today's rumble about our favorite BLs according to region, I guess, geographical area, let's call it that. As a reminder, you can send us all your suggestions, thoughts, and popular opinions to onusebltalk at gmail.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, or on YouTube. You can also subscribe to our channel. You also upload the episodes there. And yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone all there. Yes, until the next one. Bye. Bye.